Carmen is a very talented chef and she's going to make us some food today. We also like to have a guest star from the adult entertainment industry to talk a little bit about food and lifestyle and other topics that come up. Sure, why not? Lifestyle. So they have these different adult film stars join them. We're thrilled to have the one and only Will Pounder on our show. He's <laughs> the chancellor of the cross. The chancellor. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Going up on 11 minutes after 6 on this Thursday morning. Nice to have you with us here. The, the week between, if you will. The passing of former Wisconsin senator, philanthropist, former Bucks team owner Herb Cole. Not only news in Wisconsin this morning. It's a great thing for Milwaukee, a great thing for our fans, a great thing for everybody who lives here. The day only comes once. Senator Cole there following the Bucks championship win in 2021. Eric, you and I were talking really the last time the senator was seen at a major public event, in addition to later that year for the ring ceremony at Pfizer Forum, was the, the big parade when yeah. the Bucks won the whole thing. He was one of the first ones out of the gate for the parade. It was pretty cool. And so the last time many of us saw, uh, now late Senator Cole, um, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver releasing a statement on behalf of the league. Senator Cole was a dear friend and one of our very best public servants. In addition to his decades of devoted service in the U.S. Senate, he set the standard for NBA team ownership as the governor of his hometown Milwaukee Bucks for nearly 30 years. I always think it's interesting how folks outside of our immediate Wisconsin family view Cole or, or, or any of our figures. I just, for, for him, I always think of just the, the philanthropy more than anything else. Like just the, the head of the list as far as the titans that we've had in that field. I mean, think about that. What do you have? You have in a very exclusive club. Cudahy, Pettit, Bradley, uh, Lubar. Who am I missing? Marcus, Seligs. Yeah. Kellner. Kellner. Cole. I mean, Cole's right at the top of that list, right? Important club and a lot a lot of things that we have are because of the members of that club and the generosity that they've had in our community. Uh, let me play you this from Christopher Cruz. So this is CBS News reporting on the passing of Herb Cole. Herb Cole was a popular man in Wisconsin, buying the bucks to keep them from leaving Milwaukee and spending generously from his fortune on civic and educational causes throughout the state. He also used his money to fund his Senate races, first in 1988 and then in successful re-election races in 1994 to 2000 and 2006. He left the Senate in 2012. Thank you for trusting me with your problems and concerns, your hopes and dreams. Cole had helped grow the family-owned business, Cole's Grocery and Department Stores, and was the company's president in the 1970s. The company was sold in 1979, making him and his family very rich. He used his millions to fund a foundation that provides scholarships to students and money to teachers and schools in Wisconsin. Christopher Cruz, CBS News. The Bucks, as we mentioned, offering their tributes as well, adding, again, that there will be a memorial to honor Herb Cole in the coming weeks. We'll be waiting for the Bucks to find out more information on what that looks like, but it's got to be a big to-do at Pfizer for well, you think so, right? Maybe ahead of the uh, a game, or mm-hmm. maybe in and of itself. So we'll wait for uh, word from the Bucks on exactly what that's going to look like. 6.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. 
The Bucks opened up a close game for three quarters in Brooklyn last night by posting a 44-point fourth quarter and beat the Nets 144-122. to Giannis came within two assists of a triple-double. Still impressive, though. Going off for 32 points, 10 boards, and eight dishes. The end of the, the, end of the third and the beginning of fourth, he was able to get some distance, you know, get some stops, made, made some shots, and was able to get a lead and uh, get a win. Giannis was one of seven Bucks in double figures. The Badgers are basking in the Florida warmth, prepping for their New Year's Eve, New Year's Day bowl game against LSU. Wisconsin closed a choppy season, strong, beating Nebraska and Minnesota, and now safety Hunter Wohler wants to parlay those W's into one more. And obviously winning the Freedom Trophy and winning the Axe is it's always special. Um, and so, yeah, like like I said, finishing that way is is huge, and it's it's great momentum going into the bowl game, and then going into the offseason, ultimately. And this Jair Alexander situation in Green Bay, it's a doozy. Drama on and off the field, an injury-riddled season. Then the team brass suspends him yesterday for the Vikings game on New Year's Eve. Now, when Matt LaFleur was peppered about it yesterday, the head coach had clearly reached a tipping point. So from obviously my outside perspective, it would seem that what he did was disrespectful to you and the team. Is that... Minnesota Vikings? No. Okay. Jair to you. That seems disrespectful. Listen, I'm going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings, Bill, with all due respect. Okay. Can that relationship be saved? You you seem... The Minnesota Vikings relationship? Look, I I understand what you're saying. I I get what you're coming from, but it's a a big deal. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is the last I'm going to talk about it, yeah. Bill, with all due respect. Yeah, the, the coach is done. He's he's fed up with the whole situation. He wants to move on. Yeah, but that's not Bill's fault it, or no, any of our fault. Fans yeah. want to know what the hell's going on. They, they want to. And he did answer He did answer <laughs> some of the questions, but they okay. were still kind of nebulous. He wanted to move on. Yeah, yeah, like let's move on to game planning. Fair enough. Boring. <laughs> yes. Game planning, boring. 617 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I'll tell you what's not boring. Yesterday we had this whole... <laughs> what a story. The UW Regents are going to meet again, and they're talking about disciplinary action for a chancellor. <laughs> okay. This story is not boring in any way. Saucy, if you will. <laughs> it's quite saucy. And we'll do it next on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 622 on Wisconsin's Morning News. No way. No way this is why. <laughs> yes, this no is absolutely way. why. Ask me a hundred reasons they were going to whack the chancellor at lacrosse. <laughs> this would have been 101. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like well, it could be this, could be that, you know, maybe it's this. No, he's gone. So we knew yesterday that the UW System Board of Regents was going to meet behind closed doors to discuss termination or disciplinary action for a UW System Chancellor. Because of what was going on on unclosed doors. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> the doors know, were wide open. Didn't know what it was, but it turns out it was Joe Gao, the Chancellor of Lacrosse. Apparently, he and his wife, Carmen Wilson, are in several videos on several porn sites using the moniker Sexy Happy Couple as an account name. They also have a book that they've sold, and they also do a video where they talk to porn stars. She's Carmen. And he's Joe. And we are the the Sexy Happy Couple. And this is Sexy Healthy Cooking. Your go-to show for plant-based food. This is a real show. A real show. I mean, they they make food with porn stars. We are vegans, which means we eat a plant-based diet. Carmen is a very talented chef, and she's going to make us some food today. We also like to have a guest star from the adult entertainment industry to talk a little bit about 
food and lifestyle and other topics that come up. Sure, why not? Lifestyle. So they have these different adult film stars join them. We're thrilled to have the one and only Will Pounder on our show. He's <laughs> the chancellor of the cross. <laughs> The Chancellor. All right, so I, here, here's an edit of some of the other porn stars they've had on. Wonderful Lauren Phillips. Will Pounder. Tyler Nixon. Great. Sophie Marie. Damon Dice. Good. And only Mia Malkova. And Danny Mountain. Hi. Hi. India Summer. Nina Hartley. Yeah. Great to see you. Still going. Yep, yep, yep. Now, in the video, in the clips that you were showing me, they're like clothes on. They're not doing No, but things. they do have GoFundMe account or not GoFundMe, I'm sorry, OnlyFans accounts where some of that more explicit stuff can be found. If I read the, uh, let's see here, this is the summary for their their Twitter page. Passionate plant-powered couple cooking, conversing, and shooting with top adult video stars. Visit our loyal fans and OnlyFans sites for fully explicit scenes. Oh yeah. The fully explicit stuff. So... Essentially, he's complaining, saying, look, I didn't get due process. This is free speech. I never mentioned the fact that I am a UW lacrosse chancellor in any of the videos. Although they do bring up, I did, in one of the videos I watched, they do discuss that he leads an institution. And yeah, he's, his name look, is... That argument never <laughs> works of like, no, this is my private life. And over here is my public life. And I have yeah. not directly combined the two. You're never, you know, when you're in a position like that, it's like being a mayor or whatever. You're never not the mayor. Right. You're never not the chancellor. Sure. There are certain standards that you have to hold yeah, yourself you, to at all times. So no one should really be surprised right. that by just starting to post these videos recently that they would get in trouble for it. Here's him talking to Will Pounder about being a Marine. It seems though like a logical connection because Marines are so physical and to do the kind of work that you do, you know, you got to be in great shape and have a lot of stamina and... Yeah, I mean, they kind of, we play in the same ball court, I, sh I, I would say. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> what? They went on to discuss rather explicitly, not to say this at 625 in the morning, no, how, how long people last yes, in various stamina, activities, will, things yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. they get into it a little mm. bit. So do you have any scenes that you've done that you've found particularly memorable for any reason? Oh, that's such a hard question, actually. All right, very funny. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. <laughs> I feel like we had really great chemistry. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually so. happening. Lucky mm. okay. She's making me blush. Yeah. Lucky guy. That's all I'll say. Right? <laughs> all right, Chancellor. That's not all you'll say. You've been saying that and so many other things. Oh, so he's out. We'll see what happens next if there's going to be any lawsuits or whatnot. But he's unhappy that they terminated him for this. Yeah, he wanted a public hearing. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. To that end, I would agree with the former oh, Chancellor. Man, I, I wanted one, too. <laughs> We're thrilled to have the one and only Will Pounder. A lucky guy. That's all I'll say. Bucks got things done yesterday. Yeah, they did. Yeah, finally, nice little bounce back post-Christmas. Mm -hmm. So we'll look ahead to their next matchup coming up in sports at 645. Vince, you can add another $85 million to the Powerball jackpot. Expect a line at your corner convenience store as hopeful lottery players queue up to buy tickets for Saturday's drawing. Jeff Cote already has the money spent. What I would do is do my best to help the family, community, charities. While Mohamed Kibria's pipe dreams are decidedly less altruistic. Go on vacation, buy a new house. Saturday's Powerball jackpot is an estimated $760 million. ABC's Jim Ryan. So okay, what not happens? that first guy wasn't also buying a new house <laughs> or doing some other stuff. How would you like all, to be the rube in the report? Uh, this guy's just going to spend 
spend it all on himself. So this is one of those stories where there's only two angles, really. What will you do with all that money you're not going to win, but you're dreaming of winning? Or the odds odds of of actually winning. And as we know... You're more likely to uh, go to the ER for a pogo stick-related injury or become (laughs) the president of the United States. Okay, right. (laughs) Pogo stick. That's the only other thing that could happen if you win Well, some people are elected president, and evidently... Some people do end up in the ER with pogo stick injuries. 638 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's time to celebrate an everyday hero. Presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care, Azura Memory Care. So this is when we celebrate an everyday hero. This is the average John or Jane Doe who had no idea when they got up that morning they'd be saving a life. I'm starting to, anytime I run into somebody who does something extraordinary, I'm starting to think of you. Yeah. Like, ah, I better tell Eric about this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good hero story. about these great hero stories. So two guys, two fishermen, Mario Garcia and his son-in-law, Navardo de la Torre, were scouting fishing holes in Porter County in northwest Indiana. Day after Christmas. Okay. Was that Tuesday? Just looking for some different places. Weren't having much luck. They find a pond area under an overpass of 94 there in northwestern Wisconsin. So he's... Going down there, Mario goes down there, and he sees what looks shiny. He's like, what is that? He walks closer and closer. It turns out it's a mangled vehicle, all just busted up. He peers inside and looks, and he sees a guy inside. He's like, oh. So he calls to his son-in-law. He says, hey, call 911. There's, I think there's a dead body in here. He looks and realizes that guy might be alive. All I seen was this part, the shoulder, and I went to touch the shoulder, and the moment I touched the shoulder, he swung around. He woke up. Yeah, the guy was alive. Had been in the vehicle for six days. No. Crashed the car. It had rolled down this embankment. It was all mangled up. He was stuck inside and couldn't reach his phone. His phone fell to the side. He couldn't reach it. And uh, he was pinned very, very tight. They called 911. Crews got there. Took them hours and tons of tons of law enforcement officials to get him to go down there to be able to retrieve him, get him out of this mangled vehicle, go get him out. His name is David Ruham. He is going to survive. He survived basically on drinking rainwater for six days. He was yelling help. You know, couldn't get any. Right to who? Yeah, right, no one. No one down there. No one down there. I mean, it, they're so lucky that it was fairly mild the last several days. Otherwise, there's no way this guy would have sure. survived. So, how about these two fishermen? Saving the day, just happened to walk down the water hole there and happened to see something that caught your eye and it ended up being a mangled car with a man inside. Did you guys catch anything today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we caught a guy and we saved him. Everyday Hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. Seven bucks, tally double figures, and the math added up to a 144-122 win at Brooklyn last night. Giannis was exceptional as per usual, posting a near triple-double, going off for 32 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. Making no excuses, uh, but we've been in New York for five days or six, and uh, it's, it's been a lot. 
but you know, we we took care of business. And again, like games like this, you you just gotta you know find a way to win. And that's the coach. The Bucks are in Cleveland tomorrow. Wisconsin goes bowling in Tampa Bay on New Year's Day, taking on an SEC squad that sizzles on offense. But LSU won't have Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels at quarterback. He's sitting out NFL bound. Wisconsin head coach Luke Fickle still sees explosive players on the Tigers roster. You know enough to know that. Uh... It's going to be quite a challenge. Uh, we've got our work cut out for us, and um, I think that's the most intriguing thing for our guys. Sometimes you you just want in these positions to have a great challenge in front of you so that more than anything, you've got a motivated team, not just to play, but to prepare and to continue to work to move forward. And on New Year's Eve, the Packers have an important game at Minnesota. Postseason football's at stake, so the timing of the suspension of Jair Alexander isn't a good look. Packer fans know all about the coin flip drama in the Carolina game. Well, Matt LaFleur said that wasn't the sole reason for the sit-down. I'll just say this. It's never for one thing. Um, but like I said, I think there's a lot of lessons along the way from from everybody involved and um, hopefully we learn from them. I think we will. I think there will be probably better communication moving forward. Yeah, that's a Wait, problem. No, that, that, that's a problem because when Alexander was asked about what's going on with you and your head coach, he said, I don't really talk to Matt. So so there, there's a disconnect there, and, and, and the coach and the brass said, okay, you're going to sit out one game, which is a pretty big game, yeah, like it. we need you. Kind of, kind of need you. Defense struggles as it is, even when he is on the field. But there's a disconnect there, and it's going to be interesting to watch this relationship moving forward. Well, I thought it was interesting, you know, that LaFleur said, well, there were th- things on both sides that we learned, you know, like both sides learned. And I thought, well, <laughs> dude, uh, you uh, pretended to be a captain. Yeah. Like, where was the breakdown? Like, communication moving forward, I guess I have to tell – the other 50 guys on the roster, you are not the captain today. <laughs> right? Is that it? That's Just so you know you're not. In a, in a nutshell, Vinny, you're not you calling the coin yeah. toss today. <laughs> 648 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 652 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Glad you're with us on this Thursday morning. As the lore would have it, one of those early Badgers Rose Bowl runs in the 90s, Pasadena ran out of brandy. And maybe other things at the local bars and things like that, that Wisconsin basically drank the town dry. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. I don't know if that's confirmed or not. I covered the Rose Bowl. I did ask a few bar owners, like, is that for real? And they're like, well, we did stock up knowing it was Wisconsin. That's a thing. ESPN Wisconsin's Jen Lada in the house. That feels like a story I'm going to do on game day one of these days. Like, remember the Pasadena, the the Rose Bowl, when the Badgers drank all the brandy? So, it is bowl season. There's like 11,000. Because if you're a bard, who the hell's drinking brandy? All all the old fashions. So, uh, Texas State and Rice were playing, I guess it was a few days ago, in the Armed Forces Bowl. And famously, guys, they ran out of booze. Like, in the third quarter at At the the game. At the stadium. So, I was just wondering, like, who's coming up with the algorithm for like taking the fan bases and their alcohol consumption and the number of tickets sold and I guess how rowdy the crowd is and what the outcome of the game is like how do you figure out how much booze to have on hand for each particular bowl game I think you got to run some comps right you look at the teams (laughs) and where they play and how much do you usually stock for a home game over here now granted probably NCAA like for what, just this year or the year before, UW started selling beer at 
Camp Randall, but so you had not of, before. So, so you, you don't have a lot of data points. Might is, not. Is the story there. Right. So those are two Texas teams. I guess Texas, those are healthy drinkers, I suppose. I mean, again, I don't know how... Well, to me, everything's bigger in Texas, right? You just got to assume... <laughs> That's a great point. To me, it feels very arbitrary, guys. Like, it's like it's an inexact science to figure out how much booze a fan base is going to drink in any given bowl game. So why not err on the side of just have all the booze? Yeah, like, like it's not going to go bad on you, is it? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I mean, generally, bowl games don't always sell out, right? Like, depending on the bowl game. So does that play What did you role? say? It was only like 26, 27,000 yeah, for this? Yeah, 26,000 You should be people. able to cover that. And it was like... I guess one side was selling out, so then people were starting to go to the other side of the stadium because it was like, they've got beer over here! That's a veteran move right there. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, the coolers are empty. Like I walk around Pfizer Forum for Marquette games and for Bucks games, and I can't even imagine, and that's what, 18,000 people? Yeah. I can't even imagine a time where those coolers at all of those kiosks would be empty. Like, they're always stocked to the brim. So it was just fascinating to me that, like, and we wanted to call our buddy Pratik over at uh, Good Karma Brands because he's in in the management group that runs the Boca Bowl okay. that we yeah. have here at Good Karma Brands. And he was like, we don't have any control over that. That's all the stadium. Okay, so, like, right. hospitality at the stadium that handles that. It just feels like, now look. They always say, like, all publicity is good publicity. I don't know how many people were talking about the <laughs> military, the, I'm sorry, the Armed Forces Bowl before this story. You know, can you name a player from Texas State or Rice? <laughs> no. Not tick, I not, work not in tick, college tick, football. Tick, tick. I can't. <laughs> tick, I don't even know tick, who tick. the coaches are for those two programs. You know what I mean? So we're talking about the teams. We're talking about the bowl game, but probably for the wrong reason this morning. I mean, so I've worked concessions, and we've done that on the fundraising basis, both at American Family Field and... And at Lambeau Field, you know, where you go and you man the booth and then you raise money for your chosen charity. And I, I will tell you they are concerned about the rotation of the stock. So if you're selling canned Miller Lite or, or whatever, they want, you know, they're very concerned about moving stuff forward. We're going to take from here so we know where that because they want – obviously they want to rotate fresh stuff. At some point, right, you're going to be out or past a date where they want to sell it. But, again, that's super well managed at the venue. Does beer still skunk? Yes. I think eventually. Yes. <laughs> and it can go stale, too. I mean, if it's old enough. Bob, bringing in the expertise here. Well, because you offload that to somebody else, right? If you're the venue, right? it has to remain right. refrigerated. That's the other thing, right? Okay. Like, yep. it can stay warm before it's refrigerated. There's expiration dates on, on, on beer. So... If, if okay, where was the the game played, Jim? I you know? don't know. That's uh, a lot of information about a game I didn't watch. So, <laughs> so, so maybe if you're a venue, that this is the last yeah, game last being thing. played. So now you do error on the side of well, we don't want to be stuck with all this inventory. Brewski. Yep. Right. So, but if it's like a place like Ford Field where there's going to be a Lions game, okay, we can have more because we're going to have another game. That's just a guess. That feels like a very good theory yeah. by our friend Bob Brainerd. Either way, a great tragedy in sports. A great oh, tragedy. Yes. It will go down in history as They'll the time they ran this. out of booze at a football game. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Good to see, see you. Six fifty-seven on Wisconsin's Morning News.